Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Dusk. This is the fourth short story included in the X-Files Trust No One collection. It was written by Paul Crilly, who has written for TV and movies and comics, including actually an X-Files conspiracy crossover and Rise of the Darklings and others. Done a lot of work for Marvel as well, things like novelizing Daredevil the Man Without Fear and so forth. And so far, this is one of my favorite tie-in short stories. It is a very clear parody of Twilight. The Dusk series of novels is extremely popular with teenage girls. It's about a vampire. The female lead is essentially a blank template with no personality so that the readers can imprint themselves upon her and imagine that this is happening to them, regardless of how different the readers are. The author, who Mulder and Scully eventually track down, for reasons I'll get into in a moment, says he was doing it as a satire to show how vapid the current pop culture is, but they were so popular he just kept writing them and hating himself for it. But there are rumors that he was basing the lead vampire in this book off a quote-unquote real vampire that was running around and killing people in his hometown in the 1950s. The reason Mulder and Scully are brought in is because there are missing persons from that town, three missing teenage girls, who are all obsessed with these books. And when they come there, they discover that these girls thought that this vampire was real and they were out looking for him to be his boyfriend. When those three girls turn up dead, nine other girls voluntarily run away from home, hoping to be his next girlfriend and to fill that void that they believe has been left. As we progress, Mulder becomes convinced that, yeah, there really was a vampire in the 1950s. The one man who claimed to have killed him in the 1950s turns out to be the author's father after a name change. Scully is not convinced because she doesn't see what Mulder sees, even though this story is set in 2015, and in fact a few days before Christmas in 2015. So this takes place ostensibly about a month before the X-Files returned to TV. So there are definitely good things about it. In fact, like I said, this is one of my favorite stories. If anything, the only issues that we have here are because they clearly were not communicating with IDW Publishing what plans they had for the revived TV series. Which doesn't surprise me. When they first made their deal with IDW, IDW was under the impression that they were writing the definitive canonical season 10. That's what they said. That's what Chris Carter said when it was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. This was going to be the season 10. I suspect the relative success of those comics was enough for Chris Carter to say, hey, let's bring it back to TV. And then when they did that, they completely did their own thing with total disregard to what was going on in the IDW comics. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if the people doing the IDW comics were not given access to the TV series to make things consistent. And since these three short story collections, Trust No One, The Truth Is Out There, and Secret of the Agendas, were all edited by Jonathan Mayberry of IDW Comics and were published by IDW Publishing, 
it's to me just no surprise whatsoever that things were inconsistent because I don't believe the staff at IDW were given the information that they needed in order to make things consistent. Now, that's not something I have any documentation for. That's just what my gut instincts say. So ultimately, yes, this is enjoyable. It is easy to recommend, but it may be difficult to reconcile with what we've seen of the TV series that premiered a month after this is set or about eight months after the book was actually published. In any event, that is all we have to say about Dusk by Paul Crilly.